Welcome to the Shine Online podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. Should every piece of content you create have a call to action? In part two of the video sales series, no, (laughs) In part two of the Video Sales School series, that is a mouthful, we are going to be diving into calls to action. So if you've ever felt like you don't want to be salesy and just say link in bio with your calls to action, you are going to love this episode. You can watch over on my YouTube channel at Shine with Natasha, or you can listen on the go at the Shine Online Podcast wherever you find your podcast. So let's dive right into part two of this series. So first, we have to shift your mindset around calls to action. Because at the end of the day, you're listening to this sales series because you know that selling and making money is an important part of running a business, not a hobby. And more importantly, you have to realize that you are able to serve your people deeper by selling your offers. We're actually doing our people a disservice if we don't show them what that next step is beyond just our free content. And more often than not, I see with my clients is this really dials down to you just needing to be okay with taking up space and knowing that if your offer is not for them and they are bothered by your calls to action, it's okay to repel them. They're probably never going to buy your offers anyway. So now that we got some mindset out of the way, I want to talk about what to say in your calls to action and strategies and tips on where to actually put them in your content. Okay, first, what should you actually be saying in your calls to action? So inside my program, the video content camp, I have an entire lesson on calls to action because I think there's such an important part of your content. And I break it down between two different types. We have engagement call to action. So encouraging them to be a part of the conversation, to save it for later, to like it. to share it, to follow. But then we also have conversion calls to action, which are telling them to join your email list, to buy, to book a call. So when you're doing your call to action, actually say what it is. So now I'm going to dive into some tips for conversion calls to action specifically. The first being is literally saying what they get when they convert. Give me details about your offer or your product or your service. Let me know what that next step in the sales process is. Is it me booking a call? Is it me submitting an application? Or is it me just checking out on your website? Or if you're building an email list or a webinar, then this could be registering or saving your spot. Also, just tell them what's next when they join. Are they getting an email from you with all the details? Are you going to discuss if it's a good fit for you? The next tip is so simple is like literally write it how you'd say it. Would you go up to someone and say, link in bio to join my program? (laughs) Probably not. So just 
however you'd say it, like type it that way. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> is that even a tip? It is a tip. It's a good tip. And kind of a more advanced tip is understand how sophisticated your offer really is. Is it a higher ticket, higher touch point offer where people need a little bit more information before they buy? Or is it a $20 product they're buying off your website? So kind of the more advanced the offer is, the more details you want to provide. If it's a short, simple, sweet offer, keep your calls to action that way. Okay, so now where do we put our calls to action? Outside of your content, you want to make sure it's actually in your profile, like the last line of your bio, or even in the pinned posts that you've decided on your Instagram grid. Other places can be actually in your content, like the last slide of a carousel post, or in the final seconds of a Reels video. So along with the text in the video, we also have your caption. And the type of person that's going to be sticking around for the caption is probably your warmest leads. So I'd like to include my most detailed call to action in the caption. People do read captions. This can be at the beginning, like maybe the hook of your caption. This can also be sandwiched in the middle, which is kind of the perfect way of like drawing them in, giving them value, and then being like, oh, by the way, I talk about this in my offer. Or, oh, by the way, we sell this on our site. And of course, you can add it at the end in the last one or two lines. And yes, not only can you add a call to action in every piece of content you create, you can add more than one. But what's most important is that you're using one call to action for one piece of content. So if your goal is creating sales content that generates conversions, don't tell them to comment their favorite animal, but also to buy your ebook about animals. Like just stick to one call to action, but you can infuse it in your content in multiple ways, which is actually what I recommend. So as you can see with these call to action strategies, whether you are in a launch, a campaign or a promotion, or you're just creating really valuable content that's related to something that you sell in your business, a call to action can be really simple. It doesn't have to be salesy or gimmicky or crusty and dusty. It can actually get you conversions and sales all the time. So yes, I think you should include them in your content all the time. And the more you practice that that muscle, the more you nail down how you like to call people to take action, invite them to take that next step, the easier it'll become. So I hope you're enjoying part two of the video sales school series. Make sure you stay tuned for part three, where I'm talking all about creating low lift launch content. If launch content, incorporating more videos feels exhausting, I'm going to break it down in this entire episode. And if you've been loving this series so far, I just know you are going to love my program, the video content camp. The goal of the camp is to help entrepreneurs and creators create video content that's low lift, but high converting with simple systems and strategies. So you get coaching from me, you get access to curriculum, workbook resources, and even a bonus conversions mini course that just dropped in the camp and it is hot fire with all my sales content tips, strategies, you name it. So make sure you join the camp if this content has been resonating with you because it will take your sales content to the next level with video. And all the details are linked in the description or the show notes.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode. Thank you.